Ernest, what's up? Y'all know I'm big on doing your research, sharing your research, and giving credit to where you found the research. But I always get asked the same question. Where do I start with the research? And the answer is easy. It's our sponsor, Yahoo Finance. Whether I'm tracking the daily movement of my favorite companies, doing technical analysis with their easy-to-use charting platform, or checking balance sheets, Yahoo Finance makes something very complex simplified. For more than 25 years, Yahoo Finance has been the brand behind every great investor. Whether you're a seasoned investor or you're looking for extra guidance, Yahoo Finance gives you all the tools and data you need in one place. They're the number one finance destination producing a holistic look at the financial news cycle, including breaking news, original editorial perspectives, analyst ratings, independent research, customizable charts, and so much more. You could actually securely link your brokerage accounts for a unified view of your wealth, including your 401k and other investments. A comprehensive perspective is what sets apart great investors. And it's how Yahoo Finance ensures you have the insight to look at your wealth in its entirety. With a community of over 90 million users each month, their real strength is helping you on your way to financial success. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit the brand behind every great investor, yahoofinance.com. The number one financial destination. That's yahoofinance.com. You heard me, yahoofinance.com. Don't wait. Don't hesitate. I use it. You should go over there and start using it now. Oh, shock. <laughs> <laughs> what advice would you give for clients if you were the, to consult them with this market, the current condition of this market? Obviously, we see interest rates going up. We see inflation. What type of advice if somebody's coming in, sitting at that chair, they need advice in their financial life? What are you telling them? Appreciate that. No problem. Um, I would say this. You know, being a financial advisor, I was in the game for 12 years. And um, it was crazy because I actually started in, in 2008. I started at the beginning of the worst recession since the Great Depression. And that, that's how I started. And um, I got to like experience that. Like that was my like entry into the world of finance. So history, history always repeats itself over the course of time. I don't think it's going to be as bad as that situation because there was a lot of factors that go into play. But one thing that probably won't be on the good side, like they did last time in that situation or in the Corona is I don't think they're going to pump as much money into the marketplace. So it might be a little bit more prolonged. Bear markets usually last eight years. I mean, eight months. Um, so, you know, it might be choppy for, for a while um, and painful for a while. And another thing that when you study history is that you realize that um, during bull market runs, the stocks and the classes that go up the most go down the most in the next bear market. So that's why I was always saying that, you know, I felt like tech was over, overinflated. I felt a lot of those tech companies was just, you know, running up too much. And um, now tech is down the most. Mm -hmm. It's no, it's, it's following what history usually predicts. So I would tell people to, um, to be patient, to understand it's not going to be something in my opinion, that you're just going to catch the bottom tomorrow and then it's just going to be like, you know, all good again next week. Like, you know, just be patient. It might take a while for this to actually settle before we actually see some sunny days, like long-term sunny days. There might be a couple here and there. Um, put your money in positions that you think have good long-term, you know, appreciation. We talk about that all the time. All of the stocks that we talk about, all the ETFs that we talk about, cost Michael, 
Microsoft, Apple, um, the S&P 500, XLK, XLY, you know, things of that nature, um, Google, Amazon, especially after the split. Um, yep. But also, you have to have a strategy in place. So, like, for me personally, about a month and a half ago, I told Troy he didn't agree with what I did at the time. But almost two months ago, I sold around 80% of my of my options, my long-term options. I saw how it was going, and you have to ask yourself, mm-hmm. would I rather would I rather take 100%, 80% profit or run the risk of losing everything? Easy decision for me to make. Exited my my positions. I didn't exit all of them. I probably should have exited all of them to be completely <laughs> honest. What you're looking at, looking what, back. What one still in? Um, QQQ. Um, but that's a December 2023 call. I'm in an Apple. I'm in an Apple call, and I'm in a um XLY call still. But I sold. I sold SMH. I sold AMD. I sold Apple, I sold Microsoft, and I sold um, XLY. But they was they was uh, January twenty twenty three calls too. So you run the risk of you know I I have no doubt that all of those companies are gonna you know flourish, but you kind of run the risk that January will be here before you know it. Mm-hmm. So you got to kind of make calculated decisions. But well, what what I will do is um, wait for this this thing to really you know see how how bad it's gonna get. Of course, making long term, most of the money is going to go long term, but I'm going to put some some money in and some options on like a slingshot situation. I'm going to see for 2024 as far as far out as I can go go. as far out as I can go, depending on how long the situation lasts. But to answer your question, Ian, um, I don't really like to do options on individual stocks too much unless it's like Apple, Microsoft. I will be tempted on Google if if they continue to fall and maybe Amazon, especially after the split. We have to see how that situation plays out. But um, I mean, definitely like a, a XLY or like XLK. I'll look at like the ETF that I'm already invested in and see which one yeah. has the, 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 the deepest pullback. And um, yeah, yeah, I'll probably I'll probably put some money in, into that. Yeah, uh, if you if you do XLY. um. You a lot, bro. What, what, like, wait till it gets to like 122 or like 115. As far as Google, um, we have to adjust it for the split, but if it gets down to like 1800, boy, I, I fire, <laughs> load the boat. <laughs> yeah, so, Titanic. so yeah, it's opportunities, it's always opportunities in every crisis. Um, but a you, this is why it's always good to have money on the sideline, mm-hmm. um, you know. The dollar is actually strong right now relative to other currencies over the world. That's mm-hmm. a good thing, even though inflation is sky high. But, you know, it's not, nothing wrong with sitting money on the sidelines and just being patient and just waiting because there's always opportunities. But um, you run the risk of losing a lot of money when you try to buy the dip and it keeps dipping. <laughs> when I dip, you dip, we dip. Yeah. Yeah, and can, can we be honest about the dip is not a strategy. It is a colloquialism to tell people uh, when you don't want to give a real answer on, on where to invest. Yeah. yeah. That's like, like when I'm like, hey, what's the key to success? Brothers, just work hard. And keep, man, God going to make a way. Yeah, God going to make a way. I need a plan, though. <laughs> keep the faith. What, what's a full, full? You guys have to learn 
and discern when people are just BSing you or don't want to upset you because they're like, no, I'm not going to give you the answer. Every artist that you ever heard, hey, what's the key to success? Man, just record and, you know, network. Somebody will hear you. If you're in Idaho, probably not, bro. No, you need a full plan. Shout out to Idaho. And cash is not necessarily trash. It's only trash when you have no strategy. But mm-hmm. cash can be extremely effective when you have a strategy in place. Put money on the sidelines and then you wait to deploy it. Um, you don't have to rush. You don't have to rush into an investment. And to be completely honest with you about it, if you're playing in the, this individual stock game, a lot of people just talk about individual stocks because they just want to entertain you because there's not really that many good stocks to invest in. And it's, a lot of these individual stocks are extremely risky. You don't really see ETF, a good ETF or a good index fund pulling back like 70%. You're not. Like you see a lot of stocks pull back 70%, 80%. So I'm going to be honest with you. We could talk about like these individual stocks, the stock of the week and this stock and this stock. That's good for this. media. That's how yeah. y'all blew up your account. I'm, I'm being, okay, let me get back to that. <laughs> <laughs> put, put yes in chat. Would you have lost less money if you would have just invested in VO, VTI, Apple, and Microsoft? It almost would take an act of God. The probability of Apple and Microsoft falling at the same time, you have a greater likelihood, and I'm in Los Angeles now, you have a greater probability of California falling off into the ocean mathematically than apple and microsoft falling 70 percent at the same time hope is not a strategy what is the math and if michael if apple and microsoft falls before 2027 that's when you'll start to see if tim cook retires and you start to get some headwinds about china taking tsm that's over for america i'm just gonna be real with you tim cook is a linchpin that's saving america right now if he retires, I'm going to come right on. I don't care if it's Saturday night. I was over with. Let it all go. Straight cash. Cash is better than negative 70%. That is a fact. That is 100% factual. And that's why I say stop listening to everybody telling you don't keep cash. Nah, you got to have some. A, you got to have cash as a, as a savings account for an emergency fund. But yes. even bigger than that, like you said, the only thing I'm nervous about in my portfolio is options. My long term, yeah. not really, not really nervous about. Long term, smooth. Yeah, because eventually it's going to come back. Yeah, but if it, a lot of people had a hundred percent of their portfolio on options, that's dangerous. You never want to put all your eggs in one basket, unless you like gambling and you want a heart attack. That's why I keep telling like you, you. <laughs> to tech. Yeah. But and if I can. A lot of people chase that high of those wins. I mean, my guy Ty was talking about it earlier. When you guys are like, I want to be an entrepreneur, I'm like, no, you don't. He's like, why you be so aggy? 16 hours a day to do it. <laughs> Trust me. Mm-hmm. Four years, right? So you may not have success in your business for six years. Imagine working six days a week for six years and everyone's telling you you're crazy and it doesn't work and you're not making money. A lot of people wanted those how flying wins from futures, options, derivatives, because they don't want the sacrifice of putting it in the business. And whatever endeavor you are a part of, 
you're going to have to learn to master it. You're going to get your ass kicked anyway. Safety sure. is key. And if you right now, some of you, if you would have just invested even on the option side, just in Apple or Microsoft, you'd be up. You would have had family and friends who would end up giving you two, three hundred, four hundred, five hundred thousand. It's a lot of people quiet now, and I get it. But use this, these losses as motivation to never make these mistakes again and study your ass off. But literally, there isn't one company that is available to the public or that is known that can give 20% return per year for 10 years. Trillion dollar opportunity with all this technology. Yeah. Everybody know RSI, Stochastics, and, and Fibs and all this shit. N- can't produce 20%. Most business owners are like, are you crazy? It's a bad year for a normal business. It's an important lesson too. Like, like you said, so like we, I spoke about this Saturday and it was like the biggest lesson is that I had to see the losses early. Mm-hmm. Right? So I know not to make the mistakes. And so some people are in that space right now. Like they started investing. Like we said, that influx of investors, especially African-Americans that came into the space in 2020 and 2021. This is their time. But that cash on the side is so vitally important because the other part of, hey, having those losses early is also saying, man, if I had more capital to deploy when the market was down, I'd be so much further ahead. And so it's, it's cool to say like, yeah, I have money on the side, but actually having that plan and having the actual companies that you want to invest in and saying, all right, now I have the capital to deploy. Because it's nothing like when you have like $1,000 to invest in a company, right? Mm-hmm. You, and you say it all the time, I mean, when you invest a little um, the, the least amount that stock always shoots oh, up to its high off. 52 yeah. week high, all time high, right? And then when you finally get the capital and you put 10,000 in, right? Here we go, 20% yeah. pullback. And so, I'm and so it's part of it. It's going to get worse before it gets better. My graduates from my school being Forbes, backdrop, backdrop, <laughs> <laughs> a mic drop, backdrop, backdrop. <laughs>